You're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, episode 232. Hey there, you're listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast. My name is Angela Henderson, and on this show, we talk about improving your business, life, or both by having amazing and rich conversations with brilliant guests who will inspire you and who will give you tips and tricks to help you grow both in life and in business. Well, hey there, and welcome back to another awesome episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. I'm your host, Ange, from Angela Henderson Consulting, where I'm an international award-winning business consultant and coach who has helped thousands of amazing women business owners get all the pieces in place to have consistent four and five-figure months, and then on to six and seven-plus-figure years without burning out in the process. Today, I have the most amazing human, Georgina from Georgina May Sleep, popping onto the podcast today to share with you her experience on how hiring a business coach doubled her revenue, strengthened her mindset, and so much more. She is a weapon, my friend. It's a podcast episode that takes you behind the scenes and lets you hear and experience firsthand what it's like for someone to share with you their experience in working with a business consultant and coach. She's going to share what worked, what didn't work, what was hard, what made her finally take the jump to hiring a business coach. She's just an amazing human doing amazing things in her space. So let's get ready for an amazing, I've used the word amazing a lot today, episode. Let's jump in. Hey there, hey there, Georgina. I'm super excited to have you at the show. So welcome, welcome, my friend. Thanks, Ange. Very excited to be here. As I said, the word excited is in my vocabulary today, and I'm so excited to have you here today because we're going to be chatting about how hiring a business coach increased your revenue, strengthened your mindset, and so much more. And no better person than you, my friend, to dig into this topic. And I say, why? Because you've been working with me for a little over a year now inside of my Profit Pillars program. You also joined my Everyday Payday four-week program, and you've recently just signed back to work with me again for another 12 months inside of Profit Pillars. And so... I like to bring on clients who have worked with me in a variety of capacities, Georgina, because I think it's important that in the online space, there's a lot of fake testimonials out there where people are just slapping, do you know what I mean, uh, I don't know, some random person's face with a few words and claiming it to be theirs. And so that's why I like to let people have the opportunity to hear, like I would say, straight from the horse's mouth, what it's like to work with me in the way as a business coach. But before we get started... I always like to ask a fun question because it's a good thing for the audience to get to know a little bit about you and your personality before we jump into your awesome business. So my first question that I'd like to ask you that is fun is you've talked to me about wine and food. You're kind of a bit of a wine and food lover there. Tell me what is your go-to bottle of wine and what is your go-to food? Do you know what I mean? That you would like eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh my goodness. Um, my go-to wine would have to be bubbles, ideally, <laughs> ideally champagne. <laughs> I've actually been trying, my, my husband's big wine buff, and uh, so he has a ridiculous wine collection, and um, uh, I have been trying to cut back on wine, and one of the ways I've done that recently is to just basically say I'm not drinking reds, and uh, focusing more on the bubbles and the white, and bubbles is always good because bubbles is something you don't tend to, like, have randomly, you know, off an evening. <laughs> But um, it's more kind of a celebration thing or with friends. So um, I do love some bubbles, um, especially like good Australian bubbles or uh, or French. Yep, <laughs> love it. So That's bubbles is your go-to. But you are trying to reduce your amount of alcohol, which I love too. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, COVID, I think a lot of people in COVID, my husband loves wine, as I said, and, you know, he's always got bottles ready to open. So 
any kind of little excuse and be like, should we have some wine tonight? And, and, you know, if it had a bad day or something, I'd be like, yep, let's have have a glass and glass or two. And so I've tried to kind of you know, cut back and and uh, cutting out a colour, <laughs> yep. red has helped a lot with that. Um, and yeah, so but also, but I like this topic because I mean, because here's the thing: the reality of it is, is in entrepreneurship, I see alcohol and or other drugs right as the go to yeah. for a lot of things. But I also see our business become an addiction too. Where yeah. and I and I can be the first to say is I haven't drank a lot over the last three or four years. I don't do drugs. I don't smoke. I don't do any of that. But when my relationship was really starting to deteriorate with my ex, is I turned to my business as my addiction, right? And so yeah. addiction, in order for it to be a true, and I know this because of my ex mental health background when I used to diagnose people with you know alcohol dependence, cannabis dependence, etc., is being mindful to ask yourself the question: Is is this impacting all three areas of your life? So is it impacting your home life, your community life, and your work life? And so for someone that would come to me, they'd be like, yeah, you know, I drink, you know, six to eight bottles of beer a night. Okay, that might be okay. But I also had two DWIs, right? So I'm now in trouble with the law, the community part, right? Or now I'm also about to get fired from my business. So for those people out there, I think this is a great Great conversation starter, actually, Georgina, because I think it's important that we look at how are we coping in certain situations. And COVID was one of those that were like, fuck, give us anything just to take our mind and numb this shit, right? Like it was hell, let's be honest. So tell people a little bit about what type of business are you in? Because here's the thing, often people will say to me, and I don't think I might not want to work with you because you're a business coach and you only work with business coaches. But I'm like, that's so far from the truth. I work with a variety of businesses, you know, such as social media managers, doctors, lawyers, social workers, copywriters, artists, and yourself. And with you being in my programs, you can vouch that it's very few people are business coaches in my space. They're very, very few. So share with the audience a little bit about your business and what did, you know, where did you start and where are you at now? So I am an evidence-based baby and toddler sleep educator. So a kind of parent educator, helping parents with sleep. Um, And my main focus is helping parents who are feeling really, really stressed about wakefulness, um, maybe really struggling to function because they've got a very wakeful baby or toddler um, and helping them improve sleep uh, without any form of sleep training. For those who are listening out here and they're like, okay, so we know that she's working with babies and moms and dads around the world to help them sleep better. It would be great for you to tell the listeners a little bit about how you decided to work with me. How did you hear about me? And what were some of the challenges you were facing with your business at the time before you hired me as your business coach and consultant? So I've actually been following you for a while, Ange. I think on in your Facebook group and I've been listening to a few of your podcasts. I probably Googled, I'm pretty sure I Googled business coach Brisbane because that's where I was and you came up at some point and that's how I kind of got into you probably your your excellent SEO um yeah. yeah I've been following you for a while and I went through a period in my business I started my business in 2019 um part kind of part-time but I went through a period in my personal life that was like there was so much going on a lot of challenges and just change and things happening and I had very little time and energy for the business, even though I was extremely passionate about it. And so I actually decided to join your Everyday Payday um, program when I got to a point where I started to have more time and started to have more energy. So a lot of those challenges has kind of fortunately, um, you know, slowed down or gone away. Um, And so I was sort of at a point where I was like, I really need to invest my time and energy 
and money, I guess, into this business to really get it going. I'm really passionate about it, but I need help because I was kind of a bit stuck feeling like I don't really know where I need to go next. What should I be focusing on? And to be honest, my I didn't really know it at the time. And I know you say it all the time that mindset is like one of the top reasons or top things people often need help with. And certainly it was the case for me. Um, I, I guess I recognized it as I didn't, I needed to get my mojo back or my energy back. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was kind of in that place and prop, um, everyday payday was perfect for me. It was, I was able to kind of dip my toes in the water, get to know you um, and get some really quick runs on the board. Um, with that, I was able to quickly double my revenue. I, mean, I was from a low base, but doubling my revenue was like a really good sign that, you know, you know your stuff and the business <laughs> works. Um, yeah. And then from there, I joined um, Profit Pillars. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And for you, you talked a little bit about like, obviously your mojo was a little bit out. You didn't really know what to be working on. Uh, also, we at that stage were also like, you know, looking at, you know, your cash flow, right? Uh, tracking your money too. And like you said, their mindset, I can count probably on a, a hand, the amount of people that come to me and say, Ange, I need help with my mindset. People come to me and they say, I need help to make more money. I need help with sales. I need help with marketing or I need a strategy. And that's, that is true. But more often than not, they, I need to be able to help break down some of the mindset, some of those limiting beliefs, some of that money mindset stuff too, right? Yeah. That's holding people back. And so I appreciate you sharing that because it is important for people to understand that mindset is also the strategy. It's not just, it can't be in isolation. It has to be together. And that's why I've got a monthly mindset coach also in all of my programs so that people are able to have access to the, the inner work. Because if we're not doing the inner work, we're, we're going to get stagnant and stop our growth collectively, both in life and in business. And I think you're really good at um, helping us to pinpoint that too, Ange, like just in, you know, in our, in our hot seat calls and sessions that we have where if we're feeling stuck somewhere, you, you, you help us kind of deep dive and go, but why are you stuck? Is it because there's something external or is it something to do with mindset? And, you know, I've been able to over the last year and a bit really uncover some really big blocks that I had that I wasn't really aware of Um do you want to share some of those blocks that you that, that we've been able to uncover? Kind of joined, uh, and that's been huge. So, do you want to share a couple of those blocks that you've been able to uncover during our time together? Yeah. So probably the probably the first one was probably big money money blocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you introduced me to your good friend Denise Duffield Thomas, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and I think just working becoming much more aware of um, money blocks and in my money box probably around receiving money um, mm. charging my worth and and kind of I think there was certainly and you know I guess they never really go away but certainly I feel like I've worked on them a lot like that imposter syndrome and who am I to kind of be doing this and charging this and you know that kind of thing um, but it's so important because I was significantly undercharging uh, when I joined you to the point where I wasn't building a sustainable business. I wasn't mm-hmm. going to have a business in like six to 12 months if I didn't change that, mm-hmm. um, you know, because there is a lot of cost involved in running a business. Um, I, you know, people don't realise that. And, and and also, I guess the industry I'm in, I'm, you know, I'm kind of like, these parents really need help. I want to make that help affordable, but there's a balance there. And, um, you know, you, I have to have a sustainable business, otherwise I'm not going to be able to keep continue to help parents. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that was one of the big ones that for me was really important and there was lots of different aspects to that but um certainly you really helped me start to uncover that and work on that 
No, I love it. And for those who are listening, like obviously you did your due diligence. And I always say everyone needs to do their due diligence when they're looking at hiring a business consultant or coach. You know, you Google, you listen to their podcasts, you join their groups, you Google again, right? You potentially come on a discovery call, et cetera. But what, but what made you take the jump or make that shift to investing in your business, but also yourself by hiring me as your business coach? Because it it's often not an easy thing to take the jump. It's not an easy thing to take the leap. I know I just had a discovery call with a potential new client yesterday for Profit Pillars and she's messaged me this morning. She's like, I really want to do it. I'm just, I'm so nervous, right? <laughs> and so what, and I'm sure those nerves were going on for you too. So what, like, what was the final trigger? What made you jump? Uh, I think it was just looking at, well, either I make some changes and invest or I'm not going to have a business in six to 12 months. Like mm-hmm. I really need to, um, put everything behind this. Mm-hmm. And for me, I think it was helpful having that everyday payday as a little stepping stone to profit pillars because mm-hmm. it enabled me to sort of, um, as I said, dip my toe in the water and get some runs on the board and then invest in in profit pillars. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it, looking back, I would have been fine to just go straight to profit pillars. Mm-hmm. I was kind of at a point where I was, I had the time and energy or starting to have the energy back. And I was at a point where I know I knew I needed to do something and I knew I couldn't do it on my own. I needed help to, to, and I needed someone to help give me clarity on what I, what I needed to do next and what path I, I needed to take. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so it was very much, I, I think my money blocks fortunately are not in that space in spending money, investing money for growth. I, I very much see value in that. So mm-hmm. it, it wasn't necessarily a, for me, a question of like, oh, this is a lot of money. Should I spend it? It was more like, I knew I, ne- I, did, I think I just knew I needed to do it. Otherwise, you know, I was at a crossroads and it was either like invest and, and get somewhere or don't invest and keep fumbling around and potentially not have a business and have to go back to a day job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. And I know the dreaded day job thought. Someone yeah. said to me, Ange, what would happen if you had to go back to a day job? I said, I would gouge my eyes out. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I said, it was like the thought of someone bossing me around again and asking someone permission to when I get to go to lunch and when I get to my holidays, I would like literally, I would not cope right so that there is also a notion of probably fear that runs through us too like something's got to give we've got to make some changes here because what's worse being where we are right now in the exact same spot a year from now and having to go back or leaning into that discomfort paying a little bit of money to invest in a coach and do you mean getting the momentum now my question though that i also want to ask you is i often say to the people that come to me you know, your success or failure comes down to your action or inaction. People think that hiring a business consultant and coach will just miraculously make them six and seven figures just because they've signed a contract. But that is not the case. You still have to put in the work. I'm not saying hustle because, you know, I'm very anti-hustle, but there still has to be work put in. Yes. To, to, oh, absolutely. to start to see the results. Absolutely. You just provide, it's not just, you provide the framework and, and I guess the guidance and then, you know, we have to go off and do the work. And, and I mean, I was all for doing the work. I just wanted to make sure I was doing the right work that was going to um, take me somewhere and get me get me to where I wanted to go. So, yeah, absolutely. Um, I know when we first started too, though, is you very much, and this is what I also love about you, is because you really are family oriented, you really love having your time and your freedom and your flexibility. Your business model has also very been very evergreen is that you don't have to, you haven't had to do one-on-ones or sell quote unquote high ticket items, because that's a big myth out in the online spaces. You must have high ticket clients first, and you must do one-on-one. And I'm actually well, no, that depends. It depends if that's what lights you up. Maybe that if it depends if you've got time to do that. 
But because you still had a young child, right, and he's only just about to go to school, it was really important for you to create a business that could be ran on autopilot with minimal work from you. And it's only yeah. just been now recently over the last couple of weeks inside of maybe last month inside of Profit Pillars, but we're starting to dabble going, you know what, maybe I do want to do a little bit of one-on-one. So you know, has it been helpful for you to also look at how you, what you when you came to me, your business model was one thing, but through you evolving as a person too, and getting known that your son's going to school, your business model has started to shift a little bit too. What are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I think um, for me, Evergreen has been for that reason, and also because parents. You, I can't run a launch model. Parents need help with sleep every day, so yeah. so not having. They need to be able to access that help at any point in time. So it's important that I have something that's always available. Um, and I have been thinking about going and doing some one-on-one because I really, I mean, I love helping parents and I did originally have a little bit more of a one-on-one component to my programs at the beginning, especially when I was testing them out and, you know, you know, refining the program. And I kind of missed that a bit, that, that one-on-one connection with parents um, and understanding a little bit more about their their experience and their story and what they're going through. So um, it is something that I'm considering. It's it's tricky because it's a balance. I want to help as many parents as I can. And it's actually really hard for parents to access good quality uh, sleep solutions that don't involve sleep training. So mm-hmm. um, certainly my program is my main focus, but um, I do really love connecting with parents. And so it is something I'm considering that going into next year is just offering a small um, number of kind of one-on-one appointments as well, just to be able to kind of, I guess, yeah, connect with parents on a deeper level. So, yes, and it's just, I thank you for sharing because I just want people to see that too. Some of the things that we do inside when we're working together is yes, we look at our mindset, but we also might be looking at your business models. We also might be looking at, say, ads and what we're going to be doing with ads. But it could also be that in your instance, we've also looked at how do we tighten your funnel, for example. And I also love that when you first came to me, you did not have a website in place, but we're still doing making money, right? And this is another thing is that. People say, well, everyone says I need a website. And I'm like, I believe you need a website, yes, for long-term growth, but you don't need it right off the bat, right? And you're also just about to launch now this beautiful website. And the reason why I want to talk about that is the notion of is we want to be drawing people back to your ecosystem. We want to build your asset and not be building your real estate on other people's platforms because we never know when Instagram's going to die down, TikTok's going to die, right? Or when you're going to, they might not die, but you might lose your account. And then we don't have anywhere for people to be going to. And so how have you felt now that your website's just about to go live? And now that you know what you know, since working with me and understanding the importance of having your own ecosystem and people going to your hub versus others? Oh, yeah, it's vital. Um, as as you said, I've been able to kind of get where I've gotten to without a website, mm-hmm. um, just literally with like sales pages and directing people directly to sales pages from social media. Um, I have a bit of a list, but yeah, with a landing page, but bringing it all together into one kind of hub and home is is so important, I think. Um, and not just to create a pretty looking website, but to create one that is going to help parents, funnel parents through to the solution that's right for them. Um, so I'm feeling very excited that I'll finally have a website. It's taken a very long time, as you say. I, I think I kind of expected it to be in four or five months, but um, just like building a house, uh, it's really uh-huh. going to be close to a year, I think, by the time it's out. Um, But hopefully in the next, 
hopefully by the end of this year it should be ready. Yeah. So I'm a For those people that are wondering, like, why does it take so long? And this is the thing that I talked about inside of the programs is that there are web designers and there are web developers. Web developers are you're going to pay more and it's normally going to take longer to build because we're working on conversion. Yeah. Whereas a web designer is like, I can make you something pretty, Georgina. It's going to look great. I don't give a fuck how great it looks if it's not going to convert the people that end up all the work that we're doing on TikTok and all these other things. If we're driving traffic to your ecosystem and we can't get them to convert, then your website, you're better off without a website, right? Yeah, and absolutely. so again, for yeah, those who are so like- It's important um, to, to get that right. Uh, and certainly, you know, you've um, helped me find someone who can who can do that. And it takes time. I mean, I was trying to also balance, uh, you know, working on the business and working in the business. Um, and that was a bit of a struggle, you know, and I actually had to make a call this year to, as you say, slow down to speed up again. And to, I actually had to take my focus away from everyday social media visibility for a while just to get the the the, the website you know properly done um, and work on some get 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 all the copy done and all of those kind of things mm-hmm. um and so that's why it's kind of taken I think a bit longer than I anticipated was mm-hmm. just the amount of work that goes into especially into the copy and the layout of the pages and all of those kind of things to make sure that parents are able to go through the process and find the right solution for them. Let's talk, let's talk a little bit about the, the notion, because I know in our calls we talked about the importance of slowing down to speed up. And you were a bit resistant when I kind of dropped that at the beginning. You're like, yeah, right, Ange, do you know what I mean? But <laughs> let's talk about this because I think this is really important. Is you were showing up on different social media platforms, Instagram, stories, etc. And one of yes. the things that when you would talk to me is I could see like this like almost sadness, this heaviness in your face, and your body would kind of slump, right? You were yes. just like you just looked defined when you're talking about it. And I said, well, why don't we just stop doing it? And you looked at me like as if I'd gone crazy. And I remember because it was on a call, like we were on video and you just looked at me and they're like, no, no, you know, I'll keep going or I'll prioritize this. And we talked about your email list, right? And we talked about what else could you leverage? And then you came to the point where you're like, actually, you know what? I think I think this could be right. Maybe I just need to stop and just focus on a few other things and see if this still lights me up. By you allowing yourself the space to slow down and having that permission almost, like someone's like said to you, like, hey, it's actually okay to slow down. What good has come from that? Like, because really what you've done here is you've realigned and there's some pretty awesome things happening. So do you want to share with the audience a little bit about what happened during that process? Yeah. So for probably about six months, I'd been very focused on Instagram. Um Facebook for me was originally where I was focused, but Facebook has really moved to groups. Um, and and uh, so I knew I needed to focus elsewhere. Most of my audience is on Instagram. Um, and so I hadn't been a big Instagram user. For me, it was it's a very curated platform and it started in that kind of magazine-y kind of feel, right, beautiful pictures and things like that. It's since moved on from there, but it's still quite a polished platform. Um, and I kind of struggled with that because I really like to be quite authentic and real. Um, and I felt that that was, it was a bit of a chore doing some of those Instagram posts, even though I love the audience on Instagram, there, there's a lovely bunch of people on, on Instagram. I really enjoy the, the actual audience. Um, but I found that it was a real chore to create content for Instagram. And I got sick with COVID in uh, April, uh, of this year and it, it just caused, it just made it, 
so hard. I fell off the horse and I just could not get back on properly. Um, and so, yeah, that's when we started having those discussions around, I need to finish my website and Instagram isn't really working for me. I'm not enjoying it. So maybe taking a break is a good idea to finish off the website and then work out where to go from here. And um, I have started to get into TikTok. So I, I made the conscious decision to not focus primarily on Instagram. It's still an important platform for me, but I really love TikTok um, and I hired a TikTok coach because I had no idea. I hadn't even been using the platform myself, but what I really love doing is short videos. I love doing videos uh, and talk and sharing information and educate, educating parents on sleep. Um, and I'd done a lot of that on Facebook group lives, but it wasn't mm-hmm. a it, Facebook. The algorithm isn't really working for you in that space anymore. Uh, and I tried Instagram lives, but again, it was, it was a bit tricky. What I really love about TikTok is they're like short videos. People can get some really useful information in, you know, one, two, three minutes. And it is perfect for me. I love video. So, um, I thought this is going to, I reckon this is going to be the platform for me. YouTube is a bit long format, although they're kind of going to YouTube shorts now. So I may, I may also double in YouTube as a secondary platform. But what I love about TikTok is that I can be my authentic self on TikTok. It's really punchy content and it's really easy to film. Um, TikTok has like an inbuilt, you know, as they do for reels on Instagram, but an inbuilt, um, you know, film like production, you know, what, what do you want to call it? Their app works really well for producing videos. Um, and so I can produce videos on TikTok. And then the best thing about TikTok is that I can then download those videos and use them elsewhere um, mm-hmm. without any effort. So um, I, I repurpose that content for Instagram, sometimes for YouTube Shorts, for Pinterest. And it's really easy to just, you know, put that out on the other platforms where I actually get a lot of views, probably more views than I get on TikTok. Um but it's just made it really easy and really enjoyable to be visible to my And see, again, there, the key uh, so word. I'm, I'm really enjoying that. Uh, it's a much better fit for me, I think, and who I am and how I like to get information out there. So, um, and hiring a coach to help me do that because I had zero idea about TikTok at the time. I thought it was for like dancing teenagers, um, but actually she, my coach has really helped me in that space. So it was well worth the investment. Um, and I've been able to really increase visibility in the couple of months since I've been doing it um, and, and see revenue really increase as a result too. So. Yeah. And you've gone back there though again, but it's just the words enjoyable and yeah. you've lost the enjoyment. And this is where, again, and you were, there was a feeling of being burnt out. And one of the things that we talk about in the programs is that if you are burnt out, you are not in alignment. So you were not in alignment with what you were doing, but by slowing down in order to speed up and giving yourself that space and that permission and that clarity, you now are having fun and being able to enjoy yourself again, which means you've shifted your energy to a higher vibration. And with that, only good things can flow in, right? So the flow of money is going to happen when you're doing things that are in alignment. And this is why I believe working with someone is so important so that they can call you on things when you're not in alignment and you're doing things that feel shit um, and are dragging you down and shifting that energy because energy is just as important as any other strategy. It's just equally as good. Absolutely. And like, I don't think you kind of realize how much your energy, the you you are kind of transmitting energy to your audience, to people out there. And if that energy isn't, you know, a good vibration, people aren't going to connect and they aren't, they aren't going to kind of, you, you want to be able people to share that excitement or whatever you're sharing, but that you want to be able to share those feelings with people and for people to feel uplifted and to feel feel that energy. And I think my energy was very flat and it was, it was, it was hard for, I think, for people to, I was attracting 
some people who were potentially perhaps more complainy or just not quite the right vibration for me um, as well when I had flat energy. And now I'm seeing a much, you know, I'm seeing some really great people coming through. Um, and, you know, it's much, they're a reflection of my energy as much as anything. 100%. We are a mere image of everything we do. So if you're attracting the wrong people, you're look in the mirror and start to ask why. Things again that we would talk about inside the program. Now, what has been your favorite part working with me as your business consultant and coach? You've talked about a few things, but what's been your like all to? If I always like, again, as warp as it is, if I died tomorrow, what's the one thing that I would leave you memorable? <laughs> Probably working on my mindset. Yeah. Um, like if I just look at the overall impact that you've had, I have grown so much. If I if I stepped back into my shoes a year and a bit ago, my goodness, I have grown so much. I I mean, I've been where I'm a kind of a big person for like self-development anyway, but I just have seen huge leaps and growth in terms of my being able to identify blocks and um and work on those blocks and overcome those blocks has been huge um yeah I, that would be the number one thing and in terms of the day to day i just love being able to um dial into our sessions and and absorb a lot of the you know the the advice and um that you share with with everyone in the program and then be able to ask questions and get really really quick answers from you in terms of, you know, you provide really good clarity fast or ask really good questions that make me think. So <laughs> I really enjoy that. No, thank you. And for those listeners sitting on the fence who may be wanting to work with me as a business consultant or even someone else, what words of encouragement would you give them? Uh, look, I would say go for it. If you are like me and you're staring, you know, at a fo- you're at a fork in the road where you either fumble around and try and work it out yourself or get really good expert advice and guidance, um, you know, I would take that path any day. Um, it is well worth the investment. Um, you know, as I said to you, Ange, I've I've more than doubled my revenue since working with you. I mean, it's well and truly paid for itself. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I don't know where I'd be if I didn't. So, um, you know, I, I think it's kind of a bit of a no-brainer. If you you kind of know in your heart whether or not it feels right to continue as you are, or or that whether change needs to happen. And if you know change needs to happen, then I think it's you know that's a really clear sign to 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 make it happen. Mm-hmm. And a question that I always like to ask people is, what's more scarier, being where you are today or being in the same spot a year to a year from now? Right. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. As I, and as I say often, whatever you're not changing, you are choosing. Now, yeah. we're just about to wrap up. And so I have a couple of final questions that I'd like for you to answer. And one is, is what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started off in business collectively, not necessarily working with me, but just first off in business? What do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started off? <laughs> this is probably a really common one, but there's no such thing as overnight success. Mm-hmm. I think we see all these stories of people who've like hit six figures in their first year or, you know, that kind of thing. And like, well, that might happen to a really small percentage of people, but probably they've got a big background, uh, you know, in doing things in other spaces and they've been able to utilize all of that, that knowledge and that, um, you know, to do that. But in general, <laughs> it takes time. And I think you kind of think, oh, I just get over this one hurdle and everything will be good. But there's always hurdles and it's it's a long process. So you've really got to enjoy what you're doing and feel passionate about what you're doing um, in order, like in order to kind of run that race. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's a long road. I think 
if I, if I, when I first started, I thought I'd probably be where I am now, like in the first year, which was <laughs> not the case for various reasons, including like some personal things that made it hard to focus on the business. Um, but yeah, yep. <laughs> my main one. I uh, know. I love it. And thank you for sharing because everyone has a different perspective and that's the beauty about being our own business. But I do have to agree with you that there's a lot of people in the space right now that they think that if I just hire a coach, like I said earlier, it's just going to solve all my problems, but it will help you. Yes. And it will move you forward. But the reality of it is, is it's, there are very few overnight successes. It, yeah. Businesses, you're here for the long haul, right? And so if you're in this for the quick fix, I always say, I'm not your coach because I'm about creating a business that's going to be sustainable and profitable, both for short-term and long-term growth, right? Yeah. It's not always about the quick wins. And I'm here to tell you, there are a lot of people who love quick wins and they're out of business within months because they don't know how they got there, right? So yeah. it's a dangerous thing to flirt with. Now, for those listeners who might need your help in relation to the baby and sleep department, how can they get in touch? I know your website's just about to go live. And so again, give the website just so that we have it. So when it is live and that is in the show notes, but also what is the better platform for them to connect with you on TikTok or Instagram? Oh, I think whichever you prefer. I'm yeah. at Georgina May Sleep on both TikTok and Instagram. So uh-huh. Georgina May Sleep, uh-huh. one word. Uh, and my website is georginamaysleep.com. And at the moment, it's redirecting yep. <laughs> through a through a link that my new website will be up soon. So, oh, yes. Well, I cannot thank you enough for coming on the podcast today. It has been, like I said, and, and for you trusting me to support you in the role of your business coach over the last year. And I can't wait to continue supporting you in the next year also. You're just going from strength to strength. And it's just, I love being in your energy. I love being in your space. And you're just an absolute you know, mean, weapon to work with. So it's been awesome. Now, for those individuals who are like, hey, Ange, this could be the year. I might be ready to work with you. And you're ready to finally get some support, find a community where you belong and have someone keep you accountable. Then I encourage you to reach out to me and let's explore one of the programs that is the best fit for you. You can either head to my website, AngelaHenderson.com.au and click on the work with me button to book a discovery call. Or you can head to Instagram. My handle is Angela Henderson Consulting and DM me over there and we can chat more. Thanks again, Georgina, for coming on the podcast today. And before I sign off, please remember that my team and I will be putting together the show notes for this episode at AngelaHenderson.com.au. And you amazing human, have an awesome day. And I look forward to you joining me again next week for another amazing episode of the Business and Life Conversations podcast. Thanks again, Georgina. Thanks, and It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Business and Life Conversations podcast with Angela Henderson, www.angelahenderson.com.au.